I could get into this is the show, and that is what you're listening to. Brett and Leah are already talking about things that they can get into, just reminiscing, talking about the last couple weeks, uh, seeing what's going on, but the show will start here shortly. There's the disclaimer. Our show is all about Leah getting into 700 things and Brett going like, when do you sleep? Like, really? You know, I, I, I wish that I'd have the time to get into things. I have plenty of time. I just, I just, I, I have no, no, uh, no desire, I guess. I'm just, I'm just turning into a crotchety old man. <laughs> I think my problem is I have like attention deficit disorder. And so like anytime anything looks different and new, I'm just like, I'm going to throw way too much money and all of my time at this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I in just, about two uh, weeks, I'm going to be like over it. I'm going to have something else. And you're going to be like, wow, I guess you're not into pickling vegetables anymore. What are you doing now? I'm making hot sauce. <laughs> I'm into quilting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into either of those right now, but I am getting into is um, Sculpty. <laughs> Sculpty. What's yeah, Sculpty? did you ever play with Sculpty when you were like in grade school? Because that's like when normal people play with this stuff. I have uh, no idea what it is. So it's like uh, it's a polymer clay. Uh, it's probably a little bit the consistency is a little bit stronger uh, and durable than Play-Doh. Okay. Um, but you can bake it in the oven and it turns hard. So yeah. uh, I follow a, a bunch of artists on social media that make jewelry out of Sculpty, which I guess I just always thought you'd make little figurines and stuff. So uh, yeah. I really love the food ones. So uh, I really geeked out a bunch of artists that are making like pumpkin pie earrings and little turkeys and oh, that's <laughs> stuff cool. like that. So I was like, oh, I want to I want to get some of that. So me and Zoops have been making little mushrooms and squirrels and lobsters and kind of like anything he wants because <laughs> it's me. Now, is it- is it 3D or is mm-hmm. it flat? It's, it's 3D. Like, okay. We and actually it, have it, like a whole troop of mushrooms. And it, <laughs> and it bakes pretty good just right in the uh, in a regular oven? Yeah, like three. it's like 350 for 15 minutes and it's rock hard. Oh, wow. um, and actually, like instead of Play-Doh, it's nice as Sculpty doesn't dry out. So he still plays with it and makes things and we just put in a big ball and leave it on the kitchen counter because he'll play with it later, but it, it's not going to dry out like Play-Doh. So okay. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It so like I look really fabulous in our show today because I'm actually wearing makeup. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> well, well, it is six o'clock on Saturday. Yes. And uh, you're planning on going out tonight. So, yeah, we have a babysitter. So, like, I'm trying to not look like uh, a mom that doesn't have new clothes and doesn't buy all her makeup <laughs> at Walgreens. <laughs> well, good they for have you. Nice They've got nice makeup at the like drugstore now i don't need to go get fancy makeup yeah yeah <laughs> i mean exactly. fancy makeup's not going to fix this either so we might as well just call yeah. it what it is but you yeah. don't need no fancy makeup Aww. yeah now we're gonna go out to the burlesque show it's a fundraiser for a friend who passed uh quite suddenly from covid so and it's yeah. also just a good excuse to get out of the house so we have like a babysitter all night right yeah, <laughs> i'm hoping perfect. to make it to midnight <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> but well that's great yeah we yeah. Uh, i i was thinking about going but that's way too late for me i can't go out after nine anymore. oh I, <laughs> like last night we had uh we had company over for like the first time just these folks came over for supper so it's like the first time i've seen my living room clean uh oh, yeah. we had company over made like, a big meal just even baked a pie had some wine and I mean like out like 10 30 I was just passed out like I don't think I've had a big like a heavy meal like that in ever uh, I mean it wasn't bad but we are old listeners and if you didn't know that yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly yeah it's just I don't know I don't know it's it, it really creeps up on you too I think it's actually it's not so much that we're we're old it's just that we're parents um yeah. and it, that takes a lot out of out of you during the day oh yeah yeah today we had to rake the leaves um like 15 Oof. bags of leaves later i'm just like maybe we should cut those trees down yeah yeah we uh we beat you uh, we beat you by one bag we get we just uh took 16 bags to the uh to the landfill oh yeah and i did have like i said the best compliment ever because like when i get to the 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 landfill i'm like i'm done i'm done with all this shit 
And I just get in the back and I am just like throwing these huge bags out of there. I don't care if you're in my way. Like, old man, this is just going to ha- be how you die because these leaves <laughs> are getting fucking out of the van. And this guy looks over, you know, he's got his pickup truck. He's like, rake, or he's got a little broom and he's shooing them out of the back of his truck. He's like, oh, you can really throw those things. I'm just like, yep, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple of uh, business, old man. <laughs> I had a couple of pumpkins I had to get rid of, and I had a fun time just shot putting them. So yeah, it's very cathartic. And after it you, was. I mean, and it's the thing where you're like driving home, like what's going to hurt the most tomorrow? Uh, my yeah. back, my shoulder, yeah, all of it. Yeah, I'm I, already feeling that too. I really like, and this is like a new phenomenon. Like my hands really hurt after raking. I'm just like, oh, oh that's really? not good. I need you. Well, the bat. I, whenever I rake, and I can see it right now, I get I get really red marks on the inside of my hand. You can see right there. I got. It's almost oh, like yeah. I'm getting. Yeah, it's almost like I'm getting a a blister just from going back and forth all the time. And it's on the other side too. There's a little I, red. I got some good work gloves, but it doesn't seem to matter. I still get blisters. It's because I'm oh. such a hard worker. Obviously, I you know I don't like work gloves just because it's just so so he- sweaty on my hands. I mean, you know, I'm a I'm You're a, a human blood. furnace. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter what part of my body it is. Always oh, hot at all I times. We were driving together. And I'm like, do we want the heat on? Are you already hot? <laughs> it's like, yes, I was. I, I was already sweating very much at that point, but. <laughs> But I don't complain a lot either. That's the problem. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> if we ever have to share a space. I'm going to be in like three cardigans and you're going to have shorts and your Whataburger Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. I'm oh, glad oh, you mentioned that. I was open a window gonna, in here? It's warm. I, I was just going to do it. Yeah. Whataburger makes uh, clothes. And uh, I don't know for those that are watching the video, there's an actual it says Whataburger <laughs> right across there. And it's probably reversed like it shows right now. But anyway, I got this from one of the stores. I went to visit them and I talked about uh, being kind of a, a food guy and talking a lot about Whataburger. And uh, they thought it was funny. So so they when I came to visit them, they got me a, a Whataburger shirt. So I'd always uh, think about them. And so, yeah, I'm going oh, I- to. I love a Hawaiian shirt. I can't help it. I think they're great. They look they look flattering on everybody. I need like a Whataburger like button up Hawaiian dress. I don't know that's a thing, but Ooh. now that I've put it into the universe, make it happen. We're gonna have <laughs> to look it up now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, one of the things talking about Whataburger and food and everything, one of the things that I was thinking about that that I am kind of getting into a little bit more than I ever have before, and I, I'm crediting it with um, uh, Nick at Hologi, uh with his hot sauces, is that I'm really getting into spicy and hot things and mm. really enjoying the 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 burn and uh you know kind of the thing that he talked about was you know you kind of you can have that and you can kind of revel in that burn and i'm really kind of enjoying that in fact i talked i told you about this and i'll show you and this is my this is the the bag of there's the, the almonds right the sriracha almonds yeah so it's a two and a half pound bag that i got for five dollars at high v because uh, I don't know. I think it's already expired. Um, no, it's, <laughs> it it's going to be the heat, but, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But still, it, I mean, it's good. So, and they are outstanding. I, I, I was like, you know, and this is exactly what I was looking for. I was just like, you know, I want something hot and bold. So and, are they like smoked almonds or are they just like roasted almonds? You know, they're kind of smoked, but not much. Okay. I, I don't like it when they're overly smoked either because it, it it tastes a little bit um uh chemically at that point mm, you know yeah i think it's because i'm so used to like uh liquid smoke and it just like too much smoke tastes like liquid smoke which is just hard pass right i'm much right. more of a cashew person if i had to choose a favorite Ooh, nut you cashews know <laughs> are good yeah absolutely I, I will destroy a bag of cashews it'll make me sick as a dog but i do not care right right I, I do like cashews, but I do like the almond better than the cashew just because mm. I like the uh, little, the harder texture. Oh. Um, yeah. So I like having more of the chew. You know, cashews are definitely a softer chew. Yeah. Um, so, well, yeah. I'm kind of a softie, so. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> you miss so consumer, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not used to it by now. I mean, that's right. <laughs> what are you even tuning in for? Right, um, right, right. <laughs> so yeah so i'd say i'm getting into that i'm drinking my my uh my 
uh, surly uh, beer. Um, so I don't know. That's, I'm not even drinking anything right now. It's pretty lame. Uh, I drank all the lame. beer when we were raking. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had the last beer in the shower because I was like, I mean, nothing, nothing helps you celebrate like a shower beer. Nothing like a shower. Uh, beer. And I might as well exactly. save up, you know, I'm going to try to have a couple drinks. And again, I don't want to get like too tired. And I don't know. I want to hang. I just, I'm also pretty lame. So yeah, I'm also kind of like, I oh, but feeling... I want to do things tomorrow. I've got like, you know, until noon without a kid. I yeah. could just sleep, but I could also get things done. Uh, yeah, I'm a crazy person. Yeah, I have a feeling once the burlesque show starts up, you'll you'll start to uh, perk up a little bit. Too, yeah, so. I mean, it's hard to fall asleep when you got pasties in your face, right? Exactly. <laughs> and I, I know half the people performing, and I haven't really, uh, until, what was it, like three years ago when they first started putting the burlesque troupe together, I went to go see them at the book co-op, and it was a blast. It was, it was really fun. Uh, so I'm really excited to see how much they've developed since then. You know, it's kind of going to knock my socks off. Better bring a second pair. I bet. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you mentioned uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow we're celebrating uh, my daughter's birthday. Oh, fun. Yeah, we're going to Skate City. Ooh, yeah. yeah. What time are you guys going to Skate City? We're going there at uh, two o'clock two, from two to four. So nice. uh, she's uh, got uh, a list of 15 friends that oh, fun. Uh, she's going to bring, bring in with. Yeah, so it's going to be a good time. And on top of that, um, my son asked if he could invite a friend and cool. he, yeah, very cool. So he's not one to uh, uh, really be have close relationships with people. So, so it's really cool that, that he's, you know, comfortable enough to do this yeah. and it's a girl. Mm. So yes. Uh, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> like, I, I, I give him know. a tough time, but at the same sense, I'm just like, you know, that's, you do you. That's good but, for him. I know it's hard, you know, he's at an age where it's really hard to like make friends, make new friends, ask friends yeah. to do things. Uh, so that's cool. He's growing yeah. up. Mm. Oh, I know. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So, and he's in a, he's in a new school this year and it's a new school to everyone. Um, so everyone's kind of just got pushed into this um, together. So it's great. He's, uh, he's got someone that he uh, talks to, or sounds like he talks to a lot during the day. And uh, which is funny because it is a, uh, um, a child of a derby player. Oh, um, so yeah. And so <laughs> it's a small uh, world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the, uh, uh, the person in the afternoon is this, uh, uh, girl that, that they've been, uh, hanging out with each other a lot. So cool. Yeah. So it's good. I, you could say I'm getting into, uh, watching my kids grow up. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. I, <laughs> I spent the better part of a day painting a box for, um, we finally took home a giant line set box. So for anyone who doesn't know, obviously like 99% of you have no idea what line sets are, but they're these huge boxes. They're like yeah. four foot by three foot. They're massive. Yeah, they're and massive. they're the best boxes. Like they're like double reinforced on the bottom. We use them actually in the warehouse to like haul trash all the time. So I had to borrow the, the work van today to haul all my stupid leaves, but it also meant I got to haul a line set box home. So nice. uh, I've been pretending like this is for my child, but I am definitely just making this into my own little fort. Like I painted the sides, it's got a door, it has, um, it's not electrified, but it does have uh, fairy lights inside, so it's illuminated. Uh, I'm hoping tomorrow I can get a little cooler with some beer and just kind of hang out in there. And and then I realized, I'm like, oh my God, I've become an Onion article. We're like, ah, oh, millennials who want vacation homes are now just decorating boxes in their own tiny homes to experience a vacation. <laughs> like, ah, 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 it's so funny because it's so, so sad and true. You're becoming a statistic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, Dusty's like, you should make a video. I'm like, oh yeah. So like me giving a tour of our new vacation home. <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> Step That's inside, funny. enjoy the luxury. It's so right. rustic. <laughs> Every day we're just, we're just a bigger and bigger joke, but hey, uh... we're having fun and Zooks is having fun. Uh, he got to pick out because he's still Still into mushrooms. Um, yeah. So he told me what mushrooms he wanted. He's really into stinkhorns, which if you are not familiar, they are perhaps the most phallic of the mushroom kingdom. They oh, literally God. just look like gray and white penises. Oh, good. Yeah. So I told him we were only going to do one stinkhorn. It's not going to be very big. and We're going to make it yellow. So it's not quite as phallic looking. Um, sure. Yeah. Nice. But right on their stinkhorn too, just in case like. I don't know. I don't know. I think still somebody comes there and starts calling child services. This woman yeah. has a little house in her house and it has penises on it. 
Right, right. <laughs> it's a mushroom, I swear. It says stinkhorn, but we all know what that means. We all know what that means. <laughs> Do we? Is that what the kids are calling it today? Please don't. <laughs> I don't know, but they probably should. I mean, that As sounds not like a the fun... kid. I can't tell you what they're calling it, but don't. Yeah. If you're calling a, a penis a stinkhorn, like who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> it's an unwashed, uncut penis. That's uh, <laughs> it's the stinkhorn. <laughs> <laughs> gentlemen do not call it your sting corn also just full disclosure oh see they're they're taking away all my fun now <laughs> who told you <laughs> so um last weekend uh i helped out with a short film we had uh, a friend of oh, mine yeah. who he got a grant to take the stage production that he it was a, like a little one act play uh that he got a grant for to turn into a short film um, so he asked me to be an actor in it, which is crazy. Cause I am not an actress. Uh, I also have zero memory. Like I didn't have a great memory before my concussion. Now it's like non-existence. But, uh, so I had my, I was calling it my support phone that just had the screenplay on there. So I could just look at it between takes. Oh, funny. Uh, but we, one of the scenes, like the actress I was with had to pull a rubber bat out of her bra and throw it at somebody. So that's officially my name for my bra is the bat cave. The back cave. <laughs> yeah, a long way to get to that story, but we got there. That's right. <laughs> how was the uh, how was the experience of acting then? It was good. It was really fun. Um, I I'm thankful that it's not on a stage because you know you really just have a couple camera guys, the sound guy, and the director there. So um, it's definitely not as nerve wracking as being in front of a huge crowd. Sure. And um, you can you can do as many takes as you want. So right. <laughs> even if you flub your line, it's like, all right, we'll just take it up from here. OK, yeah. So yeah. It, it makes me realize we'll that, you post. know, maybe on film, maybe you don't have to be that great of an act. Well, you still have to be a good actor, which I'm not. But you don't have to have a great memory. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I always realize that's how you can tell if someone's a really bad actor. There's lots and lots of cuts. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> What was it? Was it Orson Welles that uh, was notorious for oh. being a, a bad memorizer? And, oh, yeah. Uh, or no, uh, always... I think it was um, uh, Marlon, Marlon Brando. Brando. Yeah, yeah, so that's what it was. You would have like, somebody stand in front of him with like the lines like taped to their forehead. Right, right, yeah. He was a great actor. He couldn't remember this. a line for the lick, but yeah. Well, and it was even trickier because I had memorized the lines or I was trying to memorize the lines for one part. And then like three days before the director wanted to switch it. So the other gal took my lines and I took hers. So we were like, oh, flubbing over each other's lines because we had memorized the opposite ones. Oh, God. We made it work <laughs> and we had fun. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's what good, counts, right? Yeah. <laughs> we had good chemistry. So it worked. Oh, that's good. That will that will show show through at least. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I'm, I'm everyone sure will, will be tell talking like this becomes available yeah there you go everyone will be talking like this the whole time but i don't know there's podcasts that sound like that yeah i also realize that that, that is just the way some people talk but yeah uh yeah for this we were supposed to be mobsters so i was trying to channel my inner uh, harley quinn not sure <laughs> if it worked but we'll find out <laughs> Oh, great. I'm just going to be an offensive stereotype. Yay. <laughs> well, if you're going to be a stereotype, you might as well be an offensive one. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> uh, so uh, what else are you getting into? Uh, I was good at like fully prepared to gush and talk about Cowboy Bebop, but I haven't watched it yet. Uh, oh no! I'm a huge, huge Cowboy Bebop fan. I own the whole series on Blu-ray. I own the movie. I have like junk like, stuff before when you had to like buy it online. It would ship like you know months, months later from Japan. Uh, so I've been super, super excited. I've been like following every teaser video. I follow like all the showrunners. <laughs> oh wow! Um, so I, I'm really excited for it. It's just like I wanted to sit so I could sit down and like binge it. Uh, sure. But. So I'm really excited. I'm sure the next episode I will be able to really get into it, but uh, I'm really excited for Cowboy Bebop. So I did watch the first episode of Cowboy Bebop because you were talking about it before. And I was like, you know, I should probably not, not the new one, but the mm -hmm. old one, I should say. And I said, you know, I should 
probably watch this and and i i'll, I'll say I, I like the first episode i mean it's it's good so far i, I i'm i'm looking forward to uh to getting to know the characters a little bit more but mm-hmm. yeah and i never watched until i bought the box set i'd never watched the show in order because i always just watched it on adult swim whenever and, you know on, it'd be like yeah. whenever i'd catch it so i'd like like Till I sat and watched, I was like, oh, that this all makes sense. But I mean, I still obviously fell in love with the characters and the, the whole world is just fun. Yeah. Um, I like how cartoonish and silly it is. So, right. yeah, and the music too. The music is great. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And they got the, the original composer from the animated series on the Netflix series. So that's why I was just like, well, that gives me a lot of hope. I, I'm sure people are going to have uh, their, their hot takes on everything, but right. it's like anything else. Not everyone's going to like it. It's not for you. Whatever. So I uh, caught a part of a interview that John Cho uh, mm-hmm. was on uh, on NPR, where they were talking to him about uh, you know him and his experience with uh, Star Trek since he was a part of Star Trek and mm-hmm. people you know hated that and because it wasn't the original right. and you know now being this a part of Cowboy Bebop. Right, exactly. You have this rabid fan base that are expecting to see certain things, and uh, you know you don't really. It, you're, you're, you 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 kind of have to expect that there's going to be some pushback, no matter what, just because of how rabid the fans are. And um, he had a kind of interesting thing, a take on it. He's just like, you know, I I've done these things, and yeah, you're always going to have someone that's not going to like it. But uh, I I always look at it as what we're doing is similar to cover bands, mm-hmm. uh, you know, making a cover out of a yeah, song this is a tribute, that right yeah exactly it's a, you know putting your own spin onto something so you have that there you have the words there and everything but you're putting your own spin on it to be able mm-hmm. to uh make it your own and i was like you know that's a great way to uh, look at it and um you know also you think of all the things that's going on with with the marvel movies and spider-man and uh, all this other stuff now it, you know it's funny that they are that they've had so many different versions of Spider-Man right with the uh, new movie coming out the uh, far from home where they're mm-hmm. introducing the multiverse now mm-hmm. and um, I don't know I've seen, I don't know if you've seen the re- latest uh, trailer but it yeah. looks phenomenal yeah. uh, I can't wait for that to come out in in uh, I think it's a uh, Christmas day or yeah right I was gonna say it's next time. month so yeah I, yeah. I think that's a cool way, like especially you talk about like a tribute. I think what's interesting about remaking things and the inevitable backlash you're going to get is when you're remaking something, especially like a franchise, where there's a lot of history there. Um, you know, you're you're remaking something that is going to be a reflection of the time that it's airing. So oh, sure. like Cowboy Bebop came out in the early aughts, late 90s, and the the things that it's talking about and the styles are very different than now. And there's no way that anybody can create something now that's not going to be tinged with all of the energy and politics and concerns and fears that people have. So even people watching like the new Ghostbusters, you know, it's another thing where I'm like, you're going to have probably a million hot takes on that, but you know, the Ghostbusters of the eighties can't be the Ghostbusters of now because we live in the now. And um, I read, or I started getting into a podcast called the horror Vanguard. It's a okay. movie podcast, um, but I really like it because they they dive into exclusively horror movies, but they really dive into like just, um, I don't know, like a really philosophical bent to it. And I, I recently listened to one of Mandy, because I love Mandy, one of the greatest yeah. films of all time, with one of the greatest actors of all time, of course. Of course. Um, but I thought it was interesting where they talk about it. You know, the, like this is a movie that's coded for the 80s, but doesn't happen in the 80s. Mm. Like you watch a series like Stranger Things, like this is the 80s, 80s, right? It's right. like oh, dripping yeah. with like cultural touchstones and nostalgia. But like Mandy isn't. But you still know it's the 80s because they're leaving you just in the breadcrumbs. And it's almost like it, it still feels very modern despite being like a historic film. So, I mean, I thought it was an interesting approach I hadn't really thought about when you're looking at movies that are trying to be set in a different era. And it's like, are they trying to emulate that era or are they trying to tell us things about our modern time in that era? Yeah. Deep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, um, I saw a show that was very similar to that. Um, uh, gosh, what was the name of it now? Oh, it was on it's on Amazon. Um 
we guys hear the thumping upstairs. Zooks is awake. Yeah. Oh, Zooks awake. <laughs> yeah. Boom, 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 boom. You know, the baby elephants escaped from his cage. Well, that's funny. Um, I think it's Utopia is the name of the 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 uh, show okay. on uh, Amazon. Um, anyway, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because uh, it's a remake of a British show, and okay. um, the um, it it is I've seen the the remake or the the first version of it, the Utopia, and then I also watched the um, is that what it's called Utopia? Uh, yeah, Utopia, absolutely. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I watched the, um, uh, get rid of the light, um, the, uh, uh, the, the new version of utopia. And I was like, oh, this is cool. This is kind of, kind of interesting. Now it's coming about and coming about and it talks about, uh, the pandemic, uh, pandemic types, uh, scenarios, uh, and it came out right when, um, uh, COVID hit. So it was just like, Ooh, this is, this is almost too close to home. Yeah. Right. Um, and then I found out that there was actually a, the original uh, TV show, uh, British show, uh, the same name, uh, Utopia. And uh, it was it was just different enough that it felt like a completely different show. Mm-hmm. And I think the compl- the reason why is because one, it was in a different setting. I was uh, it was obviously America instead of uh, uh, England. Mm-hmm. And uh, two, just the um, the 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 feeling of gloom and you know despair you know i think they they must have known that something was going to happen or or what i don't know it just it seems really odd but um it definitely seemed more like today even though there was only four or five years that was between the two uh it's you know especially nowadays it just seems like there's so much difference between those those couple years when did it come out originally Yes. I of course, you've closed the tab, right? You're like, no. I did. I did. Um, it's the only reason I was asking. They knew you'd closed it. Utopia, British thriller series, came out in, yeah, 2014. Okay. Interesting. Yep. And so, and the the other one, oh, first episode, actually, 2013. It's just um, two, two seasons. Um, but yeah, the other one just came out last year, 2020. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, it felt so different. The, the two, uh, two different ones, but it was definitely the same, same feeling. I mean, they had, um, uh, uh, some certain areas where it was the same. They had one place where a guy loses an eye and, Hmm. uh, he lost the eye in the exact same way. Uh, it was just, it was almost shot for shot in that pay in that way. But then there was other places that was leading up to that. Um, how they met, uh, was in a different type of scenario in Mm -hmm. the the American version. They met all at a comic con, uh, Mm -hmm. whereas the other version, it was just, uh, you know, meeting on the side of the road, you know, uh, setting something up on at a, at a public place, you know, cause people were afraid of, of, you know, uh, people being, killers mass murders whatever so Hmm. but yeah interesting yeah Yeah, and i also think like looking back at films it's interesting kind of how you can project some of the the fears and anxieties you have of today onto films and go man like this really feels relevant because it's speaking to something that you know still happens yeah yeah well so funny enough uh a show that i've been just starting to get into was an older show that uh, I've been told many times that I should listen or watch it uh, is uh, I zombie. Mm. And uh, I watched the entire series or first season. I should say the first season um, in my travels <laughs> this last week. Uh, and um, uh, it was uh, had a lot of layovers. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, I had plenty of time to, oh boy. to watch it. Oh, it was, it was something else, but um, it was interesting because, you know, it was treating it like, uh, you know, it's like, oh, if we, we get if this gets out and the, the the zombie, you know what they're doing, it's more of a uh, a um, some kind of a chemical, some kind of a, uh, you know, plus planned thing that comes through uh, a drug that that goes wrong. And they're not actually zombies, but they, right. they act like zombies, you know, mm-hmm. so. Um, so it was interesting how, you know, they're taking it from this, uh, point of view of, you know, this is a pandemic and it's like, ah, we just went hey, through one hey, of those. <laughs> I know what those are. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Yeah. 
So yeah, it's it is interesting, especially when you watch that. And I Zombie came out only, you know, five years ago or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's a fairly too, so. recent movie or series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, so it's interesting how that um, how that how that works. So I try not to write anything, anything too dystopic. I don't want to like have it be real. Oh, I know. I <laughs> know. Go, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's where Utopia was really weird, too, because, yeah, it was just they're talking about these designer um, uh, designer diseases that were being created in a lab mm. and the way that that they were, to, you know, getting the message out to people on uh, what was going on is that this guy that was this crazed guy started drawing comics and they became mm. a collector series, this comic books uh, that that they created. Uh, the utopia so interesting dystopia yeah yeah so yeah so they were trying to find the, the the comics and the people you know what was in the comics because they didn't know where the guy was at or where his daughter was at and mm-hmm. and so everyone has a different name and so then it starts uh showing you know who's mr rabbit which I thought was hilarious that it's mr rabbit with our our equal love of the podcast rabbits. rabbits. Uh, <laughs> you have to pause before you say that. Yes, just, just like <laughs> rabbits. <laughs> Telling yeah. you, winter winter dream project is to make a a fictional podcast, um, but we'll have to pause before we say the name. Rabbits. <laughs> rabbits. <laughs> it is a fun show. Check it out. But yeah, that is every time it dramatic is. pause. Rabbit. Have you listened to any of the second season? I haven't. Like I, uh, I haven't I feel either. Like this last year, I've just. I've kind of maxed on a lot of my capacity to listen to podcasts while I work. It's right. just, I mean, I don't know, maybe this is a side effect from having COVID, but I just feel like my, my ADD has just been like amped up to 11 this last year. And I just, I really can't listen to things like I used to when I work. Like I have to just have background music. Right. And, and I'm, I'm the same way when I'm working, I can't listen to a podcast because I find myself just listening to the podcast and paying attention instead of and then just I'm typing what I'm hearing. And I go, Oh shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there so, goes half an hour of work. Cause I was right. clubbing everything up. Right. I just get so, interrupted at work so much anymore too, that it's, it's hard not to lose concentration and go back and re-listen. I really like shorter ones. I've been listening to like a lot of shows that are like 15 minute episodes, oh, just wow. a little topic and I can kind of breeze through. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my uh, drives that I've been doing in between uh, store visits has been really great because they're usually about two or three hours. So mm-hmm. I've been able to pull up, pull up a podcast or two and and listen to that. Um, yeah, I kind of missed that windshield time. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Hopefully start traveling again this spring. Uh, but yeah, yeah you there's nothing really like a good road trip just to binge like a whole show, whole, whole series and just really enjoy it. Yeah. I've been getting caught up on, um, uh, so there's been two podcasts I've been really focusing on. Uh, one of them you and you actually got me interested in was the the film reroll. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh yeah, so it's like it's so a D and D game that that has the uh, the um, rules of a movie, a popular movie, uh, kind of there to be able to to guide everything. But you know, based off the roll of the dice, is what's going to go in which direction. Um, I just was listening to uh, Aliens. Um, Ooh, I haven't listened to that one yet. Oh, it's good. Like, so it's good. Um, have you listened to the original Alien that they uh, did as well? No. So I didn't listen to that one either. I would say if you're going to listen to it, listen Start to that, that one first. Because they they took kind of the uh, point of view that, that they had through the movie itself. So like alien is a Ridley Scott movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, Ridley, that's right. Right. Yeah. Ridley Scott. Yeah. And so um, it's, you know, the whole idea is, you know, the aliens is you don't really see them throughout the movie alien because it's the, the fear behind mm-hmm. it, you know, of, of what could be there. Yeah. Where are they at? What could it, what could it do? Right, right, right. And so um, when Aliens came out, it was like a complete 180. It's like, you know, face huggers everywhere yes. and, and yes. you know, aliens everywhere. And, and it was James Cameron that, that uh, did that one and, you know, just kind of said, yeah, I know these characters and I'm just going to use them, but I don't really know what they really did. I mean, I'm just going to kind of put them in a completely different scenario. They're on the wall, see what sticks. Yeah. 
Yeah. So they did the same thing with the film reroll. Oh, they, they, they read it. They did everything. And one of the main things that came out uh, of the, the first one with alien is that these um, aliens um, released a chemical that had a uh, psycho uh, uh, psycho effect, uh, psycho psychological, uh, or is it like psychedelic? Yeah psychedelic it's psychedelic it was okay. it makes like you see things and and feel and experience <laughs> hallucinate you know stuff like that and so they they took that concept and they said okay well that's canon so we're going to take that and we're going to put that into aliens even though it's not actually in the right. movie aliens but we took that concept which is kind of the same thing that they did with the original movie is that they mm-hmm. took this concept and they took a couple of these these characters and they put them into this other scenario and said you know even though that this doesn't make sense it doesn't matter this is a different world right you know type thing so so i i really like that about the film re-roll um and then the other uh podcast i've been getting into is the three questions with andy richter Mm. and i've been really loving that because uh i love listening to um uh celebrity interviews Mm -hmm. and it's uh andy is one of these guys that you know has a really I don't know. Everyone seems to love him and it just, uh, um, everyone is really willing to share with him. Um, so, so yeah, so there's a lot of people that, that talk about things that they probably wouldn't talk about otherwise. And, uh, Andy's just kind of got a, uh, don't give a fuck attitude, you know? And so, mm-hmm. uh, it works, uh, right? <laughs> so it's interesting listening to, to that. And, uh, you know, he's also, he's an actor that doesn't really, he doesn't really like be, being on stage um he's just like you know i'd rather do things so i can hang out with the people that i want to hang out with instead of having to do something for an audience or for someone you yeah. know even though that that is my medium that is what right? i do yeah <laughs> I so former, but eh. yeah so it's a weird it's a weird uh uh scenario that he has there and so he talks to a lot of different actors about this and there's some actors that it's just like oh yeah ever since I was 5 years old and doing commercials and and as I was growing up I knew that this was a, I love the stage and everything is just like yeah I don't yeah, really get it. Me. Yeah, it's not for me. I never <laughs> did it for the people. I did it for the parties. <laughs> just, I did it to make friends. It was for the memories we made along the way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so it's interesting because you have the, those interviews, which you could tell that probably someone else got him involved with it. With it. Uh, he wasn't really close to the people. And then you got the people on there. Like he did an interview with Aisha Tyler. And oh, fun. Oh, my God. It, they were just hilarious they were friends from way back in the day and then they they um just was talking things through and just like you know we're we got a lot more in common than we really <laughs> Why are we hanging out more often yeah yeah <laughs> so and, and and at that time they were just uh both of them just had got through a divorce um mm. after being together with the person for like 25 years oh. uh something like that so it was yeah it was one of those things and it's just like yeah you know we're very similar in in that yeah. way and you know, had a really a real moment, right? Just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, had really wild, crazy youth type things that they did. And uh, we were talking about that. And now, now they're talking about it. it's just like, you know what? I just want to stay in my house, smoke some weed. And that's 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 going to be a night for me. That's all I want to do nowadays, you know, type thing. So, yeah, I think we're all reaching that point in the pandemic. <laughs> Right, right, right. It's just, it's just good that it's illegal more, more, more places now. (laughs) I was tuning in on Twitter earlier this week. They were doing so in South Dakota. They were giving away the, or they were doing a lotto for the licenses for medical dispensaries in the state. And they literally had like a big thing with the bingo balls in it. Like, (laughs) I mean, I get it. You needed to find a fair, impartial way to do it. But I just found it hilarious. And I was reading like the, you know, the tweets that were basically the play-by-plays, the numbers were, were drawn. And he said the first person like jumped up and had like a little air horn on their phone. It was like, pew, pew, pew. And I was yeah. like, well, they did just literally win a license to print money. So yeah, oh, yeah. I would be pretty pumped too. Absolutely. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. There were 71 balls that they had in it, if I remember right. And only five licenses were, were given out based off of those 71. 
Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, yeah, if they even if they didn't want to get into it, they could turn around and sell that. Uh, I think it was a fifty thousand uh, dollar uh, license that they had to pay for. Yeah, yeah they could turn around and you're and gonna make, make that back in the first down. month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hands down. But right. hey, if anybody who got a medical uh, dispensary license wants to come on our show, we'd love to hear how you got into that. that that's great. <laughs> wonder if we could find someone. I'm sure we know someone that has I, some I feel like I know someone that knows somebody. Uh, yeah, I'm but, sure we got to. I mean, you're talking to somebody like, uh, what was it? We had the head engineer from Fujitsu come through once for a training. And he was saying he'd just come back from being in Canada for two months, uh, working with dispensaries on BRF systems because oh, of right. the unique, yeah. you know, temperature requirements and humidity, humidity. having a, different zones within the same building. He's just like, yeah, BRF's perfect for it. Sorry for everyone who doesn't know anything about variable frequency refrigeration systems, but that's your fault, not mine. Uh, so look it up. <laughs> These are the things I nerd out on. <laughs> Leah's getting into commercial refrigeration. I guess this is technically just like HVAC, but right. I digress. Yes. I, you know, I was, I, I, that's one of the things I ask people when I go uh, uh, traveling around to them. It's just like, yeah, I just realized this is, uh, weed is, is recreational here now. And it's like, oh yeah, it's been for a while or whatever the case may be. And it's just like, how has that changed your business? And they're like, oh man, it's, it's crazy. The grow houses, you know, it's so much business in there and all the business is done in cash, you know, because oh, that's yeah. all, all they can do with yeah. it. <laughs> so they love it uh, i mean uh, the contractors out there that are are um uh building these grow houses as well as the ones that you know are selling them which is mm-hmm. what john stone's doing um but yeah it's a, it's a it's a it's a, a unique business that they have to get into because yeah it's not only you know trying to get the right temperature but keeping it the right humidity as well in order to be able to grow as as efficiently as possible yeah, I recently watched um, a documentary about a, a, a guy in, I want to say it was in like New Mexico, who does uh, commercial mushroom raising. So he has oh. all these different chambers with different kinds of mushrooms, like oyster mushrooms, shiitake mushrooms, lion mane. Of course, wow. Zooks and I are watching this, but I was kind of like the same thing, like, oh, tell me more about this refrigeration system. Because like some of the rooms have to have very specific moisture levels and have to have very mm-hmm. specific temperatures. And then like moving the the mushrooms around so they can grow at the right like pace. I'm just like, oh, this is fascinating. Uh, we're going to turn this into the HVAC nerd podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take much. Like I, I, I feel like like a different lifetime, like Leo would have been like maybe a building science major or something, but. Sure. Sure. Be not anything that like side. you're really going to talking to kids about in, in high school. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> you ever wonder where we came up with that room temperature thing? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna. I think there was a whole thing on community about that, but. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, like I think uh, John Goodman is in charge of the HVAC like trades division, and he's trying to like lure Troy into like doing it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, awesome. I'll have to rewatch. I, I kind of fell off that after that show after like the second season, but it's just because I can't have a long term relationship with any series. Yeah. I cheat and then I forget and then I'm just over it. So sorry. Right. (laughs) It's been hard for me to get back into ones after, after watching them for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's, it's funny too. I find that, that where I watch certain series, it it makes a lot more sense where I'm at, Mm. Um, you know, so whether I'm on a plane or whether I'm at home or um, so recently I've been, um, well, not recently. I've been going to a sauna for a long time. I go to mm-hmm. uh, the sauna house and um, they have uh, uh, TVs inside the sauna house. And and I have uh, figured out what the password is for <laughs> for them. You know, when you sit there enough times, you just pl- you, you keep on pressing buttons right? and you figure it out. Yeah. Uh, so I, so I've been, I figured out how to get into that and, uh, log into, uh, Netflix while I'm doing my sauna. And, um, I've, uh, been really watching a lot of BoJack Horseman. Uh, oh, I got into that a couple of years yeah. ago when I was home from maternity leave. It was, <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's, it's been really Not good. What I, expected. And, and I like it when I'm doing the sauna, because when I'm usually in the sauna, I'm I'm doing stretches and whatnot, because I'm trying to just loosen up my back. And so, 
Yeah, yeah. So so I'm not really watching it the the mm-hmm. the TV so much as I'm listening to it and um there's not as many sight gags that you mm-hmm. really have to worry about and it it um it's done really well with um uh the 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 the, the uh the script and whatnot it's just it, it, i mean the talky it's, wordy things i get it the talky wordy thing yeah, yeah. i mean i liked it because i was again kind of like you know i was watching a newborn so it was something i could kind of like pop in and out of and i didn't feel like i was you know, if i was listening in the next room i didn't feel like i was missing out a bunch so yeah i totally agree it's it's a good thing to listen to but you don't have to necessarily watch it too closely yeah i tried watching big mouth one time when i was in uh, uh I haven't, at I haven't the check that out yet uh, big mouth it's it's uh it's you know basically uh, uh animated middle school kids that are have dirty mouths and and you see a lot of of uh naked uh teenagers which in their name they're animated but it's still kind of weird you know type yeah. thing but <laughs> um so uh so yeah so it's very visual and i uh, found out that's <laughs> not one uh, for that and it's a lot of sight gags and uh, it's just like i kept on stretching and i was on oh what did i miss and then i'd stretch and oh what did i miss i i didn't get anything out of uh that that time that i was there so meh. yeah meh all right anything else that you uh wanted to chat about that's that's pretty much the only thing i've really got in my list um okay. I didn't really have much of a list. I had a couple of things, you know, uh, been doing a lot of traveling lately. So been kind of uh, preoccupied with that. But um, yeah, so it's been a lot of uh, and when I'm at home, I watch a lot of Netflix. So a lot of different uh, TV shows that I'm either just getting into or else they're getting some new seasons out that I'm uh, enjoying as well. Um, I don't know. Uh, what's your thoughts on the, the second season of Tiger King? Are you planning on watching it? That's kind of what I I'm feel like. I, I I really have such a small amount of time to devote to watching television. And like, I feel like there's so much other good stuff out there that I want to make time for. I don't think I'm going to tune in. I think when the first season came out, it was it was, it was a, a perfect different time. <laughs> it was a different time. There was also was a lot less stuff timing. to watch, too, I would argue. Yeah. But. Well, and, and at that point, you know, were you just going into to, um, uh, lockdown in most places? I mean, yeah. so and not going out and not being able to go places. So, so it was really easy to be able to do, to get into uh, something that was, you know, a really uh, low brow, I guess yeah. you could call it. I mean, it was uh, a low brow sense of escapism that, you know, yeah. everyone being pretty much trapped in your homes. It was a welcome change. Like now, you know, I'm going to a burlesque show tonight. Like we can actually leave our houses and do things again. Right. In some capacity. Right. So, so. It is harder and harder for me to justify sitting on my couch when it's like, well, I could go out and do some stuff or go to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sleep's good. Sleep usually wins out a lot. I won't lie. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I agree. All right. Well, you have fun tonight. Uh, Definitely have to talk about uh, how you're getting into burlesque. Yep, and, yep. Because yeah. I, I, I guarantee, like this, this time next week, I will be posting pictures about guys. I'm making artisan pasties. Right, exactly. <laughs> Just in time for the holiday, get you a little Santa hats. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've said it, I will be making those. I'm not going to wear them for the next episode. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> again, I'll find something to be. You have to find this. someone to uh, wear them at least. Yeah, eventually the, the show just morphs into like, what the shit's Leah getting into, and Bre- how can Brett talk her out of spending more money on it? <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have a tendency to do that, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're getting into something else new? Great! Like you realize you don't get merit badges for these things. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a second. I'm getting into making my own merit badges. There you go. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past me. Maybe you like stickers a lot. Hmm. Uh, so I have to ask, have you watched the, the show Making It? No. You know the show Making Making It? Is this that craft one? Yes. I've heard of it. I have not watched it yet. Oh. Again, it's just going to give me more ideas. And I have a feeling that you would absolutely like it. It's, it's Amy Poehler and uh, Nick Offerman. Yes. And I, um, both, I love both of them so much. They are so. they 
are amazing together. But, uh, you know, exactly what you're talking about with like uh, um, badges and stuff like that. That's how they they award they award badges to people that win. And oh, it's 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 amazing. It's a lot Glitter of fun. on everything. You're like a little yeah. salt bay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and uh, Ruthless Rudy and I are getting together um, on Black Friday to to do Christmas crafts and make lefsa. So you can guarantee there's going to be some shenanigans up in there because she's like my other half that also like gets into every hobby a hundred thousand <laughs> percent. We need to get Rudy on the show sometime. I we think should. That would be fun. She would be a blast. Yeah. You know, I don't think I'd be able be to fun to talk about. She's recently kind of gotten into like. Um, genealogy and stuff so she was adopted and you know has been trying to reconnect with that and that the reason she's coming over is because she did one of the genealogy tests and found out she's norwegian ah. i was like well you need to come over and learn you have to make lefsa lefsa is like the quinn's essential like norwegian food so oh, yeah i'm going to teach her the ways of the lefsa oh funny and also eat a lot of lefsa because i love lefsa <laughs> so it should well, be fun. And i'm adopted too so that'd be definitely a great thing that that her and i can talk over too. yeah that would be cool yeah. All right. All right. Well, I suppose we should probably get going. So I guess you've got an exciting evening. I've got some boobs to look at. I mean, sky's the limit, folks. You, you definitely have a better, better evening ahead of you than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I just get to look at the same boobs I see, I see every other night. So <laughs> they're not bad boobs, though, right? <laughs> there are. No, I won't. I'll say they're not. They're not bad boobs at all. Well, Donna, I'll make her some pasties just for you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> You guys can fight over who gets to wear them too. <laughs> oh, now there is something good. to get into. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, well, on that high note, we'll see you next time. <laughs> exactly. Take care. See ya. <laughs> Bye. All right. Thanks for listening. And we hope you enjoyed the show. This is voiceover Brett signing off. If you do have anything that you want to talk about or want to share about things that you want to get into, please send an email to I could get into this at gmail.com or find us on Twitter. Our handle there is I see get into this. That's our show. What do you want from us? Blood. This is a podcast. You're going to get no blood from us. Graham's a good guy. He allowed us to use this music, so you should go check him out. Graham versus Graham. G-R-A-E-M-E-V-S-G-R-A-E-M-E.